This is part two of The Change. And if you haven't heard part one of this episode, I suggest you stop and go back and listen to that now. Hello, everybody. This is Well, Women Embracing Later Life. My name is Angela Seaborn. This is a podcast for women in mid to later years who want to live joyfully and actualize their full potential, whatever that may be. I believe that this is the time where women in mid to later years are ready to thrive. After all, we've made it this far. I first want to send out some love and well wishes to all of you and your families, and I hope that you are doing as best as you can during these difficult and serious times. Perhaps my podcast can provide some temporary relief and healthy distraction for you. Please feel free to send me an email or you can send me a voice message by just pressing the link below and it will take you to the anchor page where you can leave a message and it's free. You can leave up to a one minute message. Let me know how you're doing or if there are any topics that you would like me to be discussing here. I would greatly appreciate that. So without further ado, let's get into part two of the interview with Ruchi Suhani. When I went to Mumbai with my design degree, I had a choice of either pursuing a career in design or going back to advertising, which I had trained for. And then while I was doing this course in design, I used to leaf through Inside Outside because that was some a reference everybody went to. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, why don't I just you know, see if there's an opportunity for me to write on design rather than doing the design. Mm-hmm. And I did. I just walked into the office and it was just sheer luck that they were looking for somebody. Wow. <laughs> so it was just the right opportunity at the right time. Mm-hmm. And so it was perfect for me to be able to write mm-hmm. and write on design. And then it was wonderful because I got this really wonderful editor who was in her 60s and, and she gave me the freedom to learn right from the beginning about different aspects. She gave me uh, the freedom to travel, cover projects and so where she... Did you, like travel in India? Travel in India uh-huh. and abroad. Wow, where, where yeah. abroad did you go? I uh, went to cover the design fairs in Hong Kong. I went to Valencia and uh, nice. and Sweden. Whoa! And, uh, yeah, what so do you think about Sweden? Surprising creativity. They wow. are so, so creative. And uh, the amount of furniture design, the, the sheer scale, the scope of creativity that I saw there really opened my mind. So that was a different, the, the, the Nordic, the Scandinavian yes, design was okay. completely different from uh, Italian, the, what I saw in yeah. Spain and then what I saw in Hong Kong. And yes, so it was like fantastic. Do you have, sorry, do you have a favorite? Yes, when I began, I um, tended more to like the colonial, the more artistic. That style was my favorite because maybe I had grown up with that. A mm-hmm. lot of colonial mm-hmm. um, architecture in India because since my father was in the army, we always lived in colonial homes mm-hmm. and we had uh, colonial buildings all around in our um, cantonments. But 
then now with time i think i like the clean lines the design features of uh, the scandinavian um, design yes would you yeah. say that that's where like globally that we are now kind of more toward that or? yes i think so one is looking at simplicity functionality and beauty more with less yeah my design sensibilities have changed over time mm -hmm. yeah. so when you were in was it Kochi. Kochi yeah. was your last posting before Santiago, your last mission, sorry, before Santiago. Yeah. Um, what were you doing there? In Cochin, I was Kochi or Cochin, okay. and um, I was working from home. Um, I had two uh, young children going to school, mm -hmm. and my husband was sailing most of the time, mm -hmm. and uh, so I wrote articles on design. It was again a compromise because then I could work and still look after my family. Mm. But it was not as exciting and uh, fun to go to the office mm -hmm. because I missed interacting with my colleagues yes. and having the little banter and having the coffee and yes. you know exchange of ideas. What are yes. you doing and you know what's happening in your life? And so I missed the dressing up, the, the, the environment of an office. Mm -hmm. Were you writing in English or? Always in English. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Who did you write for? Was it still that magazine? Still Inside Outside. Oh, wow. Yes. Inside Outside. So people could go look at your work now. If yes. They wanted to. Yeah. Like, do you remember the last article you wrote? I think yeah. the last article was probably on the Binale in Kochi. Okay. And uh, so they had just started the Binales a few years ago. There were huge events with artists from all over the world. Yeah. And they were um, held in historical uh, settings, mm -hmm. uh, spice warehouses. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very creative, very interesting. And there was a lot of buzz about it in the city because it was a new feature to mm -hmm. the city and which brought international artists from all over to Kochi. Mm -hmm. When you worked for the ad agency, yeah. were you doing a, a variety of different advertisements? Yes, I did. I, I was lucky because I got to do a tourism campaign mm -hmm. for one of the states in northern India. Mm -hmm. And then I um, worked on um, products of Nestle mm -hmm. and for homes and children mm -hmm. and corporate motivational um, material, in-house communication. Okay. So uh, I had a little exposure to different kinds of campaigns. Nice. And would you say this variety of exposure yeah. has helped you? in your career? Yes, it has. It's kind of shaped my personality because I was a very shy um, student and child. I basically am a shy person, but it made me come out of my shell. There was no way I was going to be able to survive uh, in a creative environment mm -hmm. without, you know, coming out with uh, what I had to share and to present. Like you had to speak up and say, this is my idea. Yes. If you didn't speak up, people would just not notice. Is uh, that? Yes. Okay. And so you have to make your presence felt, you have to communicate. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think um, how to interact with people, to be able to um, understand what they are wanting from you. Mm -hmm. And uh, so advertising helped me to get out of my shell a little bit. And mm -hmm. then with Inside Outside, even more so, because then I was interacting with more people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wasn't just, uh, 
you know, working in my office. I was, mm -hmm. Then I was going out to visit homes, to meet designers and to travel. And uh, so it was important for me to have good um, interpersonal skills. Mm -hmm. So you were no longer shy on the inside or the outside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know that there was a symbolism in there for you, yes. inside, outside. <laughs> and I'm, I'm wondering, how can other people, uh, women in mid to later years who may want to start a writing career of some sort, get on the bandwagon, so to speak? Have, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, starting your own blog, uh -huh. ah, you know, would blog. be one, uh, one way yes, yeah. of uh, putting across your ideas, of expressing your creativity, your thoughts. I think it, the internet now makes it much more accessible and easy for people to write. Yeah, it's just like starting somewhere. Yeah. It's a lot, I would say it's a lot easier for people today yes. because of the internet yes. than in the older days that I'm from, yeah. even where you had to knock on doors and send your resume and follow up with phone calls. I mean, right. we still do that to yes. some degree. Yeah. but. Not, very, not many people walk into an office and hand their resume in. They'll be told, submit it electronically, right? Yes. So, yeah, wonderful. I think it's opened a lot of opportunities on the net for people to write. Mm -hmm. Now that you've, you're here in San Diego, when, well, maybe you should tell people what the changes that you're making now at 49. Yes. Okay. 49. You're right <laughs> on that precipice. You know, you're, oh, you're not there yet. Yeah. Well, well, sometimes I have courted change and sometimes change has chased me. I, what do you mean by that? Can you explain? Because it's been, it's a, it's, you know, it's been a combination of my circumstances. So many times I've had to change because I have moved mm -hmm. and uh, I have had to look for opportunities and so they would, opportunities only came my way if I changed for them mm -hmm. and like I moved from advertising to interior design. It was um, not by choice, mm -hmm. but it was a combination of my circumstances. Mm -hmm. I had to leave my job before coming here because mm -hmm. I couldn't continue working for them no. because of the time difference. And it's demanding here in yes. our roles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and in Santiago, I couldn't work either because we didn't have the permission from the embassy to work oh, okay. initially, which came later. My one career is now almost over and so much has changed and moved on and I've spent 20 years writing on interior design and I'm looking for a new challenge. I've chosen to study business tourism in Canada because... Uh, Sorry to study what? Business tourism. Business tourism? Oh, yeah. okay. Because I think there's a great opportunity in it. It's something I realized over the years that I have a passion for travel and for writing which mm -hmm. I can combine. I'm looking ahead, mm -hmm. I'm looking at retraining myself, which is also very important for me now because with so much change in technology, I feel the need to retrain mm -hmm. and I hear it all around me that with AI coming, one must retrain and you know, jobs will change in the future. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I want to be ready for it. Mm -hmm. I want to, <laughs> you know, so that's mm -hmm. what I, it's, so it's a combination of so many things. The, timing in my life when one phase is over and I'm looking at another one mm -hmm. and I so want to be prepared to be able to work for the next 20 years mm -hmm. and what better than to do something I'm really passionate about. Mm -hmm. So travel and business and 
business tourism is something I want to explore. How long is your program? Uh, it's a two-year diploma course. Mm -hmm. I think that in the future with the shorter uh, working days, in many countries they're looking at four days a week, maybe people working from home. The desire to travel is at its peak, I think, mm -hmm. right now. FYI, this was recorded before the COVID-19 virus broke out. Actually, just about a week or so before that. Look at business tourism, yeah, right? Thank you. You are the poster child for change. This is what my this episode is all about. And change in midlife has historically been looked at as being negative, and I don't see it as negative. I mean, yes. I know we're changing, we're always changing. Yeah. And really, we've come to a point in our life, like you're younger than I am, yeah. it was like after like 35, I just felt like I was more confident, I knew more of what I wanted, yes. and now at my age, I'm thinking, you know, I feel like I could do anything, really, yes. because my life's experience and the changes that I've, I've gone through have allowed me to, to see that. Like, and I'm not afraid of so-called failing, because I don't look at it failing as failing, it's learning. Yes. Because that's when you learn how to ride a bike and you fall off, you don't say, I failed. No, yeah. it's yeah. like, that's part of the learning curve. It's like, well, okay, I fell off because, you know, I wasn't paying attention to the brakes or I wasn't steering the bike properly. So next time I'll steer the bike properly. So I think in our Western culture, we look at failure wrong. It's mm -hmm. not failure, it's, it's learning. Yes. And it's only if you're making the same mistake over and over and over again, then you could say, okay, there's a problem here. Yes. I'm stuck. Yeah. And how do I get unstuck? Back to what I wanted to say to you is, what kind of advice or what's the most valuable insight that you've learned from change? Well, if you're, if you're changing, well, there is no uh, boredom in your life. You're always learning something new. The excitement of learning, the excitement of discovering a different facet to your personality um, is something that I really um, value. Mm -hmm. And uh, so maybe because I, do, I don't want to do something repetitive, I don't want to do something over and over again for mm -hmm. a very long time. Mm -hmm. So I look forward to the, to the adrenaline rush of doing something different. And what would you say for the woman out there who's afraid, like is afraid to start something new? Let's say it's a job where she just doesn't like it. She goes there every day, she does the time and she leaves. And so what do you say for that woman who really wants to leave but is really afraid to? I would just say go for it and just, just, just do it. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, things will some things will work out some things will not but it's uh, at least you you've made the decision to do something about it mm -hmm. to, to try something new mm -hmm. and uh, so I've many times jumped into the deep end without being totally equipped for things in life and it might have been a little difficult and a bit of a struggle but then one learns how to swim my advice would be to just just go for it Oh, if you can't prepare yourself for something, mm -hmm. then yes, do a little background uh, preparation. But um, otherwise, just jump in the deep end because you will swim. Yes, you know, it reminds me of when I was studying for my master's. Yeah. I remember one time writing this paper and I thought, oh my God, 
am I cut out for this? I, am I master's material? Yeah. And I ended up talking to a few other students. Yeah. And they were feeling the same. Yes. And I felt so relieved. Yeah. That helped me, like just acknowledging the feeling and then allowing that feeling to be there and then just continuing working on that assignment, on that paper, yeah. despite the feelings that were there. So I'm thinking like for those people who are afraid or let's say somebody who maybe can't afford to necessarily quit her job, right? but maybe start something part-time on the side yes. to get her feet wet. Yes. You know, whatever that may be. Yes. That would be wonderful if mm -hmm. one can do that mm -hmm. and uh, get a taste of what it's like and um, explore something different, mm -hmm. new. And I think that's how one learns with experience. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah. How did you come up with your, with your plan or your idea to study travel tourism? Is that something you wanted to do since you were young? Because some people don't even know what they want to do. But they do know one thing is that they don't want to do what they're doing now, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you don't want that old. You go by, you know, you eliminate the things you don't like to do, and maybe you're left with you realize what you like. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've always toyed with the idea of writing on tourism, and uh, but it's my I, I could have done that while I was in Santiago as well, mm -hmm. because I've traveled so much in South India. But but my. Um, my family life was very demanding and I didn't have the peace of mind mm -hmm. to do it. Yes, that's important. And, uh, yeah. and because writing is sometimes very solitary and um, ne you need to concentrate. Mm -hmm. And there was just too much of movement in my life. Mm -hmm. And um, To me, Mom! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to write a piece. Mom, I thought you said you're going to do the laundry and you're going to do the laundry. And like, I can't have nothing to I don't have anything to wear to school. Yeah, exactly. sorry. <laughs> and then you have to go to these events, these diplomatic yeah. events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, I'd never put pen to paper, mm. and um, but but I enjoy, I enjoy the experience. I enjoy, uh, you know, seeing new cultures, learning from them, meeting people. The whole the whole excitement of travel was something I really enjoyed, mm -hmm. and so I thought that that was something I could take forward with me, and it's it doesn't seem like work work mm -hmm. and I want to um, that's it. it when it doesn't seem like work work you can spend hours yes y yes on doing something and I thought uh, and I have so much of experience in it so why don't I um, use it mm -hmm. to my advantage and mm -hmm. uh, and work with it yes well I'm looking forward to the time when you graduate mm -hmm. I might check in with you again like midway through to see what you're doing because for sure. all I know you could be starting a company while you're in school. I don't know. I'm sure new ideas will come just from being in school and, right. and you'll learn things that you didn't even know you could do that could even expand your career life even that much further. Absolutely. Right? Yes. And getting back to what you just said about work work, like it doesn't feel like work work. I've always heard people talk about, you know, when you're in that zone. I finally experienced that here in Santiago. Okay. I mean, also in Canada when I was creating and making workshops and, mm -hmm. and therapy groups and actually designing them, creating them, and then delivering them, I could spend hours and time would go by like that because I loved it so much. And now, again, with my podcast and my research that I'm doing for my new company, I can be 
working from morning till night and my husband's like are you coming to bed honey you better like step away yeah <laughs> and I'm and I'm like well I really don't want to and I always thought yeah sure that's that zone place is real I always thought it's bunk yeah, but, but then I experienced it, it and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry for my projections onto the world. <laughs> I take that all back. You are, you said you're a shy person. Would you say that change has been kind of forced onto you and then you've had to move with it? Yes, I think many times um, I had to change. Change uh, came into my life because of the decisions I made. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, now I am wanting to make the change. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go back yeah. to what I have. I want something more, something different. Yes. So now I want the change. Yes. It's bizarre, but it's um, that's how it is. I've got so used to, I'm addicted to change right now, I think. I don't want to just settle. I don't know about you, but as a woman, a woman in midlife especially, I've done a lot of settling. And I no longer want to settle when it comes to having a more enriching life. I like the, the challenge of change. Because what's another word for change, really? I'd say it's growth. Yes. Right? I mean, you're growing even sometimes if the change is negative. Like, let's say you lose your job. Yeah. But there's a learning experience in that. And yes. there's growth. There's opportunity. Yes. Right? So when you have change, there's opportunity to grow. Now I'm thinking back to the story you told me earlier. Remember you told me about your daughter's tattoo? Mm-hmm. How she got that small little tattoo of a snake. Snake. Maybe you can share what the, the snake represents. Yes, yeah, so when my daughter said she wanted a snake on her wrist, the tattoo artist uh, asked us why did she choose that? And so I don't think my daughter at 15 has processed the idea or uh, knows exactly why she wants it. So the tattoo artist uh, shared with us that in um, in the culture here in South America, uh, snake is a symbol for change because it's always uh, regenerating and re re renewing itself mm -hmm. till the time it dies. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So I think this is a nice symbol to leave with the listeners today. And like I said, I want to thank you so much and you've been Thank you. So, Thank you for the honor, Angela. Yes, yes, <laughs> Thank you nice. so much. And I've learned a lot about you in, in listening today. And yeah, I'm thinking, boy, maybe you should write a book on change. <laughs> because you're an expert on it, really. Yes. But it's, it's not been easy, but it's been, it's been enriching. Thank you so much, Richie. Thank you, Angela. Okay, take care. And that's it for my very first episode on career change in mid to later years. I really hope you enjoyed listening today as much as I enjoyed creating this podcast for you. My name is Angela Seaborn, and until we meet again, be well.